This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Welcome to Speed City with John Massengill, Les Kaiser, and Jonathan Green. It's the fastest hour on the radio, Speed City. Good afternoon slash evening gearheads. Welcome to your Sunday night with Speed City special daytime Super Bowl edition. Pre, pre, pre. Yeah, well, because of the Super Bowl, we're not live at 7 p.m. at night. And is Les doing our halftime or not? Yes, he is. He's, yeah, yeah. He's well, going to have a do, wardrobe. I didn't know he did hip hop. He's going to have a wardrobe malfunction. There you I go. Would. Yeah, yeah. But my money is on the boys. Disgusting act, and it's Which unfortunate boy? that we had that on our air live. That is disgusting. <laughs> well, my money is on the boys from Wisconsin. They're gonna sink that uh, that you know hacky sack into the cornhole. Yeah, it's there you gonna go. be amazing. All right. Well, we are gonna talk some motorsports because we don't care about football, and at least not right now. Anyway, we have a lot to talk about. I'm really excited yeah. considering. We've had some launches this week, and that's going to dominate our show today because we had Aston Martin, we had Red Bull, we had McLaren, you know, and we had some real cars launching this week. <laughs> we had some real cars launching this week, unlike Haas that just showed us a photo of something they made yeah, up. Yeah, Red Bull, a little better. But... Um, I, 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 to be honest, I think actually that is a portent to what this season will all be about because of so many rule changes. Yes. Like McLaren's discovery, or we've now discovered McLaren's you know, push rod, pull rod kind of change. I don't think they do want to give too much away. Are about... you reading my notes? Yes. That's exactly what I was saying about all this stuff on my notes. Okay. Well, I was just reading your mind. Uh, well, hey, let me talk about what else we got. We're going to talk about the launches. Um, we have some really interesting stories. We're going to talk about um, the uh, – I put something in here about Liberty Media stock and how it had a huge spike. And we're going to play that later in the show. Mm-hmm. And we got lots of different stories in here that each of us put in here. Which we're going to talk about the W Series, the big news there, um, and some more F1 stories, but mostly F1-centric today. But I want to start with the launches. So, Jonathan, shall we start with the order in which they were released, which was it was Red Bull, Aston, and McLaren, right? I know McLaren was last, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's start with Red Bull. And we've got a little, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, thank you for that, by the way. Give us a like if you are. And uh, we've got some um, some photos that we are going to be posting and some B-roll that we'll put out there. Um, but uh, we've had some comments, by the way. Somebody just commented. Uh, <laughs> he said, it's, it's, uh, we're choosing not to compete with the superb owl is likely wise. Yes, that's very true, Bill. <laughs> Hey, so Jonathan, first of all, what did you think about the Red Bull car? Let me start with you, and then I'll go to you, Les. To be honest, um, uh, it's not often I say this, but so many years I've been so disappointed to see how unpretty and how less pretty each car gets each year um, as the rules change. But this one, I'm I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised that I think that it, it, it does look both futuristic and state-of-the-art. I think one of the most telling pictures was that of the McLaren against the IndyCar, and I love the colors. Yeah. I love the way they've gone about it. Um, aesthetics, this is, actually, be honest, uh, the launches are about aesthetics because nobody knows whether they yeah. can run or not. Does it look nice? And honestly, as a little boy following Formula One, that's all I cared about. And, it, and it, you know, I want to have that car as a dinky toy car or whatever it was. So, I, I, so far, to answer your question, I like it. I like the Red Bull car, I like the McLaren car, and I like um, the Aston Martin car. They all look fast. Oh, you, you overlooked the, the best part of the Red Bull car. Which was? It's the newest addition to it. 
Oracle. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yes. Yes, yes. Austin based right here in Austin. That's right. Uh, Oracle. This is a massive, huge sponsorship, half a billion dollars over five years. So the coolest thing that I had happened this week that was, uh, I'll say, from somebody that's new to Formula One, they asked the lady, really nice lady, knows this part of the life, and she said, does that mean the Formula One team is going to move to Austin? <laughs> I said, nah. no, <laughs> but... But it does mean instead of a long video with Verstappen driving across America in his Formula One car, now both he uh, and the rest of the team will have to go up to the mountain and seek the Oracle. Sure. <laughs> but the coolest thing to me was that somebody who has Nerd a up. mild interest in this chimed in and was actually paying attention to know that you know Oracle was now had an F1 connection so strong. I tell you, Aust I mean, if you really go through the names now in Formula One, it's like a who's who of who's moved to Austin in the last uh, three, four years. It's I nuts. gave you that Austin business journal, and it's nuts, isn't it? It's They're crazy. all here. It's... Where's Samsung? <laughs> yeah. I know. It's like Samsung, who is going to make this enormous plant outside of Austin. It's like they're not even on the headlines right now because of right. of Tesla and Oracle. And, and what about all the electric car companies that are yeah, opening yeah. and electric motorcycles that are opening their their facilities and plants and for manufacturing too, just like Tesla. It's, and it's more crazy. importantly, the one thing that everybody's missing because of the price of cars, chips. That's why I mentioned Samsung. Yeah. They're going to start building their own chips I think here. Tostitos is sponsoring the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. They could be. Is that what you're talking about? I prefer chips? Mission Foods why myself. Why would you do that? Yeah, why would you do that? Yeah, why would you do that, John? Unless you've got sauce, don't be talking chips. How about dips? Okay, then. Well, you said, it is sauce. It is sauce. 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 Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Hey, right. I have a clip that I snagged off of the YouTube website of Red Bull, and it's just a little clip from uh, Christian Horner talking about the Oracle sponsorship, and uh, I want to play that now. Is Oracle stepping up to become title partner, so we'll become Oracle Red Bull Racing, um, which is tremendously exciting because we get to utilize the suite of tools and specialist services that you know, Oracle have. They're going to help us track side. It's going to help us, you know, with our uh, fan engagement program. Um, it's going to help us, you know, with all aspects of what we do, and, and of course the new powertrains, you know, business as well. So uh, we're delighted with this partnership and really excited for what it brings, particularly for the fans and the experience we'll be able to offer. Well, data is our, our lifeblood. So, you know, technically being able to tap into all the tools that Ariel's just mentioned, you know, is of tremendous value for us as uh, we're a data hungry, you know, business, but also for our fans to be able to provide, you know, a better platform. It's going to be, you know, fantastic for us and something we're really looking forward to. You know what I want to hear from are uh, the local management of Oracle to see is there going to be F1 business being done in the, any of the local facilities? I think well, that would be cool to know Yeah, which of our F1 geeks you, well, they're all, are it's here. Well, all, it's all virtual vaporware anyway, so right. they could say, yeah, we've got those ones and zeros here in Austin. Vaporware? Where can you buy that? <laughs> I, I, I saw a shop I fancy, on the corner. Yeah, yeah. I fancy Perry. I can go jogging in my vaporware, can't I? <laughs> Not if, if you're an eye shot of me. Okay. <laughs> Please. Right. Um, I'll tell you what I do find interesting about Oracle, Cisco, you name it. Um, Dell. Like Dell, is that they're now, I mean, we all keep going back to Drive to Survive as being the reason, but it's more than that because, you know, I'm a TV hound. I'll watch TV all day long, every day, and I'd watch the adverts too from a business point of view. And now there are, I mean, Cisco especially, they are making a big play. They're, they're, they're rolling out a lot of um, uh, advertising on Formula One and McLaren, and they've actually got Lando and Ricardo and Zach Brown in the ads themselves, a bit like CrowdStrike with, did with Hamilton. Mm -hmm. um, and I like the fact that these are more mainstream than, than the Netflix series because you have to choose to go to Netflix and decide you want to watch it. Adverts just come at you when you're watching cartoons or something. You know what I mean? So yeah. to see, I guess what I'm getting at, to see Formula One doing mainstream ads about Formula One and about the use of data in Formula One, huge. I have a theory on that, and I'm sure you guys thought the exact same thing. So Oracle's headquartered here in Austin. <laughs> Bill Ricker, he's watching on YouTube, and he said, Evil Prince Larry, I forgot Larry's name. He's a CEO of Oracle. Ellison. Larry Ellison, yeah. And uh, I was just thinking that Larry Ellison was sitting in the ivory tower over at Oracle and and saw the 400,000 people and the uh, that came to Austin to watch yeah, the Formula yeah, yeah. One race and the ESPN ratings that have skyrocketed 
that what was it like 1.1 or 1.2 that watched the race here in Austin and going, wait a minute, we want some of that action. Yeah. You know, that's that could easily have been yeah. that. How long will it? I mean, if Miami have just got a nine year deal to do crypto.com, how long is it before we see the Oracle stroke Dell, whatever? I mean, I know all of them have been involved, but actually become title sponsors of our event. Here in Austin. Here in Austin. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, you know, with that whole property exchange, I haven't looked into the details recently, but, uh, you know, there was a big property property, huh? property oh. exchange here in Austin between, I think it was the uh, county and Oracle and oh. the site that was known as Driveway Austin, the the racing academy yeah. here. Curious if, uh, if that means that potentially the racing academy may continue to exist in, in some form. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, that property was mostly... Nah, it's developed, I guess. Well, no, it's mostly um, below the floodplain. Right. So there's, you know, the only land that was worth anything was where the racetrack was yeah. on the upper part. Yeah. And if so, they're going to build, they're going to build on, unfortunately, yeah, they they're going to build Well, on. in fact, that Great it, idea, it, though. But, but yeah. it had flooded before, uh, and speaking to the Dollahite family, the entire track was under surface at the back end. Only the very top seven-tenths loop, uh, city loop, stayed dry. Yeah, yeah, that, so, that uh, upper part, yeah. You could always keep the karting track in business. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Mr. Yeah. Ellison. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, technology and Formula One have always, in the last few years anyway, um, been to, a great partner. To so. be honest, it excites me sometimes more than, than the technology. I mean, and the technology in the cars is always exciting. But the fact that these tech companies are now exposing how espionage stroke, ransomware stroke, how they store data, how they get it immediately, and how they can... I mean, one of the things that really blew my mind is the way that data is used. You can have a guy at the factory, a reserve guy, on the simulator and say, oh, my word, there's a storm coming. We think it's going to hit about 10 a.m. What does it look like with, you know, uh, this much rain at 10 a.m. to 10.45? Let's simulate it. And they can work out the setup of the car in England and send it over to Japan for overnight mm -hmm. and it'll be sitting there on their servers. Here's your setup for today. Yeah, here's your new plan. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Hmm. Well, and I'm I'm anxious to see, like I said, if any of those jobs materialize stateside or, you know, even as a backup. I really think they're gonna wind up staying over in UK, yeah, to yeah. be honest. It is. You're right, though. It, it, it's worth those sorts of questions are worth asking because any us with uh, Mercedes, you know, we, we haven't heard the extent of where Oracle, you know, m you know, have uh, their title sponsors. And to be the title sponsor of a Red Bull is quite something, given that Red Bull is Red Bull, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And in other words, they've never really gone that route. They've always wanted to be seen as the Red Bull car with other sponsors. I mean, you know that Nissan. Uh, sponsored them for a long time, but you never saw it. Aston Martin, likewise, uh, was on the car, but you, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't the, the yeah. you know, the the traditional title sponsor where they right. own the colors, they own yeah. everything. And it'll yeah. be right. interesting to see just how much influence Oracle has as a new title partner. Yep. Uh, well, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We're going to talk, get back into the launches. We're going to talk McLaren and Aston Martin after this. You're listening to Speed City. Back after these messages. As a rider, you know what you like. The power, the feel, the ride. When it comes to gear, you know what keeps you safe. Ducati Austin provides riders with the finest in day and easy leathers. The best the market offers. Visit Ducati Austin on Breaker Lane just east of I-35 and throw your leg over the most iconic sports bike ever built. Ducati. Even take it for a test ride or see what's been described as art on wheels from MV Augusta. You know what you like. See it at Ducati Austin. Online at DucatiAustin.com. Battle USA is back at Circuit of the Americas, February 18th through the 20th. It's the ultimate time attack challenge where top drivers compete for the fastest lap times in fully tuned track built cars. Featuring the Grid Life Touring Cup, Lone Star Draft Ride Alongs, Food Trucks, Adjust Vibes Car Show, and more. Plus, the Life Motorsports Nissan GTR is back to defend its time of 207-181. It's a whole weekend of family fun. Tickets are $12 online. Find out more at superlapbattleusa.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Talk 1370, the right choice. Hi, this is Mario Andretti, and this is Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. Thank you, Mr. Andretti, for bringing us back. You know, that's one of my greatest loves, is the fact that our show is introduced by a legend <laughs> like Mario, and that we spent good quality time with him. I know, one of Several my very times. first interviews ever in motorsport was holding, I remember holding that microphone <laughs> and having my iPhone as a backup. Yep. And just hold, couldn't hold it still. I was shaking, literally interviewing Mario Andretti. And thank goodness I had that iPhone because the mic was not turned on. Ah, <laughs> uh, there you go. Been there, there done that. Yeah. Yep. Hey, let's talk Red Bull. Let's... I mean, excuse me, Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Aston Martin. Very important season for Aston Martin. And I say, and I'm going to deliver it now, watch this space. I said to you the other day, Aston Martin, a moving and shaking, Whitmarsh, new uh, wind tunnel, new factory, uh, Lawrence Stroll has now got his feet firmly underneath the table or underneath the desk, and he is now making Stroll decisions. He's bringing in top people. He's got two very good drivers, and I mean that And just because one of his sons uh, is the drivers does not mean he is, he is equal to Vettel and proved it last year. In fact, had a better year than Vettel. Um, and I think this car is going places, as is the Aston Martin brand and mark. And I think, and I'll put my hand up in the air, they're going to be third in the championship this year. Okay, I I think your enthusiasm has caught you a little bit. A little, I think it's they're not going to be third. I think it was the coffee. No, I think I understand exactly, and I agree with all the momentum they have. Yes, but I don't know if they're going to get to third. I was, well, I agree. To be fair, uh, Lawrence Stroll uh, said it's a five-year plan. Yeah, yeah. To, to get hey, to the top. If you said within five years they could get to, you say to the top to the to a championship yeah. is what they're saying. Okay. I mean, look, the way things are going, the momentum that they have, and the way he scared Ottmeyer off, there's... <laughs> Something's going to happen. Well, I'm just... He is a... <laughs> well, they were top-heavy. Yeah, yeah, but he, he's just a... He's a, a heavy-handed, it seems like, anyway. Well, and, hey, look, and look, you know look, what? Look at his, you some, know... Some, that's what it takes sometimes. He's the head sometimes. coach. <laughs> yeah, yep. That's what it takes sometimes, so... I, I'm I'm going to say that they'll do they'll be fourth this year to your third. Oh my word! Okay, so shock horror gas. John, uh... John doesn't agree with Jonathan, but goes for the space below. <laughs> the the uh, low hanging fruit, as yeah. they say. Yeah. There hey, you go. got a couple of clips though, Jonathan, here for Aston Martin. Um, uh, we got some B roll. Let's play that underneath while we're talking. And yeah, the uh, launch itself, British flag. Yeah. Uh, big production with sky sports uh, presenters and so on but uh yeah um not all bells and whistles but a nice tidy launch uh, and in line with a team that is aspiring for bigger better yeah okay so what about vettel and uh well his hairdo well no his hair. yeah hair. did he not wear his helmet in the test or something because uh, I, I don't know what that was, was everywhere it's it like, like, like a, to put his a homeless on. man's wig is what it looked like to me but um, homeless men science? have wigs <laughs> all this time. I'm thinking they're uncanny. Why do you think the hair looks so great? Ah, remember uh, that science project in in you know high school or middle school that had the big globe with the arc and you do it and your hair yeah. would stand on end? Yeah, the Van de Graaff generator. It, is what I you're think it stayed about. there. 
Where did I pull that from? There you go. Van der Graaff generator. You're absolutely right. That's exactly what You remember stuff like that from school. I know. It's like, why do you remember that? Well, so, yeah, check out the video. That's what Vettel looked like. So you think Vettel's going to have – he's kind of settled in, and to me, it feels like he's accepted his new place, whatever that is. Do you think he's going to have a better year? You know, it seemed like last year was a little better than 20. Think he's going to have a better 2022 than 21? I would say this. He needs it. He needs a better year because, as I've said in the past about uh, Lance Stroll, um, Lawrence Stroll does not put up with people that can't do the business. And I've always said that if his son wouldn't cut it, he'd get rid of him. And even though uh, Vettel, four-time world champion and now part owner of Aston Martin, he's got shares, uh, he's bought into the company. Ah. But that doesn't mean... But Lawrence, if he is not performing, wouldn't get another driver. There's a few going to be on the market potentially at the end of this season. So, yes, I put it this way. If Vettel doesn't beat Stroll, and I'm talking little Stroll, uh, Sun Stroll, uh, for qualifying and for you, – you can't always – but certainly in qualifying. If he doesn't yeah, add yeah. qualifying – because you can't – it's a lottery, the race, right? right? But if he doesn't completely out-qualify him in the new car, because everybody's – no one's driven it, um, then, yeah, there's some questions to be answered. So it's a massive year for Sebastian Vettel, yeah. Yes. Well, so I had a conversation that was interesting. I said, well, okay, so, you know, Vettel invested in it so heavily, monetarily himself. Does that mean he would never drive for anybody else? I said, no. I said, mm-hmm. it's two different things. That's a company. That's an investment. That's, that's yeah, buying that's, stock. Just, Doesn't mean you're not going to enjoy a drive in another vehicle or, you know, or race even even in another vehicle. Fingers I mean, in pies. They've all got, you know, like like Wolf with other drivers and stuff. It doesn't mean that, that you know, you can't own a property and, and, and have it be successful. I bet our friends at Allstott enjoy a good whiskey. A whiskey? Sure. Hey, let's play, uh, speaking of whiskey, um, I don't know how that even transitions. <laughs> I was waiting on the connection. Uh, uh, we set, we don't have audio on that clip. Kate, uh, producer says the Aston drivers we don't have that clip. We had a little technical difficulty. Can we at least see the hair? <laughs> it, it it is it, it is in your it is in your clip though. Okay, uh, he just he just tried it and didn't work. Okay. So. Um, all right. So what else on Aston Martin before about we... the challenge of the launch then? The uh, challenge of the twenty two car. Is that got audio on it? Let's we'll try. Yeah, let's let's try that one. See if that goes. No audio. Oh. Uh, we got Fire a, the editor. We got a couple of comments. Uh, Yeri on uh, on YouTube. Uh, he's talking about Larry Ellison from uh, uh, from. Uh, oh, wait a minute! Is this the right one? Yeah, he's talking about Larry from. Uh, I've already drawn, drawn a blank on the name. The sponsor for Red Oracle. 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 Thank you. And he says that Larry's done a lot for his sport, his second sport sailing. But he says if you see Stroll, his management style is in, in the drive to survive. Last year, he's not so sure his fear style may work in fashion, but certainly not what I know in tech. And that's what I'm talking about because obviously Yeri saw exactly what I saw because when Lawrence Stroll walked in, you could see, you could visibly see body language change in the room. It was... Well, tell me this then. Okay, I I understand what you're talking about, but and I understand, you know, it's been... You know, it's known as the piranha, piranha tank is Formula One because everybody is just cutthroat archetypal businessmen who who don't suffer fools. So I would argue that Stroll's perfect for Formula One. Why isn't he perfect for the tech world? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, the tech world, it's a it's a different animal, dude. I mean, you think about the way and me lived in that tech world for many, many years, Mm -hmm. having to placate um, personalities and it's just a it's a different world. Yeah. Well, it winds up stifling the creativity that's often you're dependent on. Now, in developing that technology and how to solve it. We say all that, but what did they say about Steve Jobs? That he was the same way. He was unbelievably yeah. blunt and hard to work for, and he arguably had more success than all these guys in tech. So, And, and let's face it, um, what you need when you've got a co- company the size of, of Oracle as your title sponsor and they've got all these funky ideas, you know, we, we've been familiar with what Dell do. It's incredible. Uh, and their minds work, you know, a thousand miles an hour quicker than most. And they've got all sorts of ideas. You need some. You need somebody to rein them in. Going, no, 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 guys. I want you to focus on this, not a thousand things. Yeah. Yep. Cannot the argue. Internet of Things. The ooh. Huh? The IoT. The IoT. <laughs> We've turned into a tech show. What happened? I don't know. Yeah, maybe we, maybe we should. Be. Leo Laporte was on right before us. Is that right? So I don't know. Maybe that's. 
Okay, what else uh, before we move a tech, on to a tech to- we're a tech show that can't put tech up on yeah. the screen, but <laughs> yeah, because you've relied on me. Uh, that's all right. I'll get it that's, right. I have, um, I have people. You got people. <laughs> you got people for that. Tell your people to have people lunch with my people. Okay. Um, okay, I am really excited to talk about the next one, and that's McLaren. Ooh yeah. yeah. I think because we saw a lot of tech, but also, man, that car is gorgeous. The Red Bull car looks great. All of them. I agree with you wholeheartedly. The 22 cars look much cooler. They look smoother. They look, I don't know. They there's, just There's a, a flowing of the lines yeah. that I much prefer with this car than the pointy kind of stuff we've had in the past. Which probably means in certain ways, we, and we know this to be a fact, they're not as good in aero in certain ways. Mm-hmm. But remember, let's back up a little bit for somebody who's not, who's not super into the tech of it. The whole idea for this arrow look change that we're getting is so the cars can follow closer, closer. and not have turbulence from the lead car to the back car so we can get closer. So, and, and the other thing about all that is I wonder how much of that is actually going to come to fruition, you know, because Formula One laid out these guidelines, but what's the first thing you do as a team you try to look figure for out. Limit. <laughs> yeah, you look for loopholes. How do I not do that? How do, yeah. I, how do I not do that? How do I get Ex- away with exactly, this? Exactly, Les, that's exactly yeah. right. How do I not do that? So who knows? We could have arrow that's not as good, you know, if, if everybody figures out loopholes. But one of my favorite things, and I put it in my notes about all of this, is that how each of these guys are going to, each team is going to interpret these rules mm. and do something we've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look at which, McLaren. Which is why everybody's being a little bit edgy about what they're... I yeah. mean, we, we joked about the Haas launch. Yeah. We, because, and I'll bet you, that was brought on by Ferrari saying, no, we don't want you to launch your car yet because there's sim- certain things on your car that people will get an idea. And given that it was, what, February 10th or something when they launched, yeah. uh, there was time, there is time... To make changes. Now, ...to make changes. So I think everybody's been a bit cagey. I'll stick my head out there and I'll go out on, on a limb and say, McLaren will finish fourth. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Duly noted. But I think it's going to be no. I, I, in all seriousness, Ferrari, McLaren, Aston Martin. That fight for third will be all awesome. I can't argue with that at all. Yeah. Well, you know, McLaren. Uh, I loved their reveal showing the livery on several different cars and everything. Great looking color combo yes. and sequence of things on every one of those cars. Robin said yeah. blue. Yeah, which they yeah. all seemed like they belonged together. So I liked that across the team. You're going to be recognize the combination of cars, and no matter which of the uh, yeah. genres of racing. But uh, you want to talk about McLaren's development? Yeah. Uh, so they were really struggling with this five million dollar reduction. Oh yeah. This year in the budget, and so what's cool is they went back to you know like they got some uh, fresh money. They got some fresh money, but. They what do you mean by that? Totally reviewed type, investor type money. Yeah, they totally reviewed their development process, and so which which actually came from Honda, in the lean manufacturing process where they're developing an idea, does a lot of kaizen, does a lot of these uh, creative control things to streamline everything about the development process. Pretty much asking why are we why did we do this step and did it bring us value last time? Fine, don't spend money on it then or. Yeah, that was a good return on our time and an investment. Mm. So McLaren actually kind of turned things inside out or upside down to review how they developed the new car, not just the technical pieces of the car, but how they developed the design itself. So that's a pretty pretty interesting take from my world, dealing with that mm. most days, in that uh, they actually turned themselves. And you just think that Formula One would be, you know, teams would be doing that all the time, but apparently it really is not something they do. They have a tried and true practice, and that's what we're going to do again this next revision of the cars. Yeah, the problem Formula One has is it's a moving target. It's an old expression, but it's also an ever-moving target. In other words, it's not like they come off the freeway and then have a look at the, the truck they've been driving or the car they've been driving and, and, and get time to go, oh, why don't we do it this way next time? Because it literally, how many weeks is it? Six weeks since the last season? You can't, it's... You're developing the car in the middle of last season, mm-hmm. as it were. So, uh, as Les says, you know, um, it, it would be good if you could have a think tank team that literally his only job is to develop the following car. But because the rules change and it is a moving target, it's hard. Yeah, and that's why we don't have 
That's why we have these budgets. If you had infinite budgets like we've had in the past. Mercedes money. Mercedes, yeah, Mercedes money and Red Bull money, selling sugar water by the can for there five bucks. Go. Then you can uh, five bucks. You can do I don't know, whatever. I don't, You've been going to the wrong nightclubs. <laughs> hey, we guys, we got to take vodka. a break. Okay. We got to take a break. I want to respond to Paul Bryan on Facebook. Ah. Actually, real quick. He says, why are we on the air? I said, Paul, there's a, there's a football game. He probably didn't watch it either. There's a football game on tonight. We're going to record now. So that's why we're on the air now. How about them cowboys? <laughs> no. I don't yeah. think they're there. How about them cowboys? Oh. I love the fact that Dak Prescott's doing sleep interviews. Asleep advertising. All right. We're, <laughs> on that note, we're going to break. We're back after these messages. Hey, guys, we are very excited to welcome our new sponsor, All Stop Brewery, to Speed City. These guys make a fantastic beer, and I'm going to let Jonathan talk about it, but I'm going to tell you about it. When I tasted it, I am not a big beer aficionado. I like a nice cold beer, but I'm always worried about a craft beer or a new beer that it's going to have a funky taste, especially aftertaste. This beer was fantastic. I have absolutely... No uh, no qualms at all that this is my new favorite beer. But, Jonathan, you know why, what makes it so special, the water and the recipe? Well, yeah. I mean, these guys have done their research and do it right, and they've even imported the right water to do it right. I mean, it, it, I tell you, this Alstad beer, fantastic. And I'm, uh, you know, most Europeans are snobs about their beer. Uh, and I, I'm, I'm definitely one of those. Because, You're definitely a snob? Yes, okay. about my beer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because there's no question, carbonation has always been my issue here in the States. It's overcarbonated. And our lagers, our pilsners and lagers in Europe, um, uh, especially German ones, are not that heavily carbonated. And that's a key thing. And that's the first thing that uh, hit me was just how well they've done the beer. Uh, it's based out of Fredericksburg. It's, uh, it's got a great tie-in because, obviously, Fredericksburg, a German town, and now they've got a Texas German beer, and it's cracking. Yeah, and the uh, the facility out there, it's amazing. They've, they've really done it right. It's really fantastic. So so check it out. You can get it at all the local HEBs and everything else, right? Yep. Uh, it's around all around Texas. You can get it. Uh, they sell it in... Uh, uh, on on the shelf there as a Texas beer, but uh, I'll tell you what, you're in, right back in Germany when you drink it. And it's Altstadt Beer, A-L-T-S-T-A-D-T, beer.com. Altstadt Beer, A-L-T-S-T-A-D-T, beer.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Talk 1370. Hello, I'm Jenny Gow from BBC F1. You are listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. All right, we're going to stay with McLaren for a minute. Ah, oh, Jenny. Because we're getting Jenny Gow. Oh, yeah. We are going to talk about their suspension because they've done something quite different. And in the uh, over the last few years, the conventional layout has been a push rod front and pull rod rear. And, and by the way, this is Jonathan. What are we going to call this? You know, we have a lot of new people uh, uh, in the sport. Doctor Doolittle, isn't it? Pull me, push me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about something that completely just sounded different. Wrong here. 
So a lot of people drive to survive. I mean, every, we all know people, new fans, yes. Drive to Survive has brought new fans. We're going to start a new series called Drive to, to Be Wise. To Be Wise. And we're going to talk a little, go in depth a little bit about what you've seen on this sport that you may not know yet. Well, And when I say go in depth, I mean also try to give it sort of, you know, my mom's listening. So let's make sure, because she she's no, she, she I thought care. she taught you everything. She did. <laughs> and hence the result. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Queen Mom. <laughs> uh, but they're talking about this, all this crazy suspension stuff, and we're not going to go too far off on the weeds, but we, I wanted to talk about it because it is a dramatic departure from convention, and I'd at least want to talk about why they're wanting yeah. to do it. If you want to get off in the weeds about the technical part, there's a zillion YouTube videos you can look at. But convention in the last few years, they've been using in a push rod in the front. Well, this year, McLaren said, we're going to do a pull rod in the front. And the biggest driver that they, the reason they're doing that is aerodynamics. I mean, we talked about Yes, but the biggest driver is aerodynamics for sure, because the, the, this year it's all about aerodynamics. The biggest, the bulk of the rules are about aerodynamics. And so the, the way that that uh, pull rod, it makes it easier to deal with aerodynamics that way. And there's also a, a, uh, a length restriction now in the new cars that are a little mm-hmm. bit shorter than before. And that also played into it. It better suits the arrow. It's it. Um, it also can give you a lower center of gravity, so the the suspension can be lower, so you can get them a better sensor grab sense uh, center of gravity. Um, the eighteen inch wheels play into all of that. Yep. So it, it's all those different things that that they've chosen, or the reason they've chosen to do this. And can I give our lucky visual fans a a a a visual take on that? Sure. Push rod. Pull rod. There you go. And it actually goes a little further than that because all of the weight or the primary part of the weight of that configuration mm-hmm. is lower, as John was saying. Yeah. And always, gravity, yeah. and always, if you've got a vehicle you want to turn left and right, the lower center of gravity is, is the best thing for you. Yeah. And, and as John said earlier in the show, I think there is going to be a lot of little nuances like that uh, because it's new rules. And you may see, which is always a year I like, People trying things on the fly. So it used to be traditionally when the season was pretty much predictable, it would be you launch a car, you see what everybody else has got, you go, oh, we messed yeah. we messed up. And then you almost relaunch the car for the what we call the European season in Spain, which is usually about the fourth or fifth race. Uh, and that's where you bring your next development of the car. Uh, obviously, things have changed. COVID's had a part to play with that. But I think this year we'll see people trying things Week in, week out. Yeah, kind of a more traditional periods of, of updates. Yeah. Yeah. Besides the fact that it is looking like a little better situation with COVID. So. Well, and, you know, in the past generations, we always looked to Adrian Newey to watch what he did. Yeah. And so that's, you know, that, that's an interesting thing. So, um, You talked about, you, you mentioned, you touched on front wings there, but the front wings now look dramatically different amongst these cars mm-hmm. too. Now, again... We're getting a little breathless and excited here when we're not even actually, we're not, you know, we may come to Barcelona or Bahrain and see something totally different from what we're seeing now. Yeah, we haven't seen a wheel turn in anger yet. Right. But it does look like they could be very, very different. And um, the way they go about these front wings, like the, the dips in the middle and, and were very dramatically different in the McLaren versus the Aston. So that's going to be fun to watch, too. Hey, speaking of, before we move on from McLaren, um, Actually, I do want to move on because I want to talk about Drive to Survive. I went and rewatched episode nine of last year's, which was the prior year's, which was Grosjean. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I swear, if you, have, if you have not gone back a year later and watched that, it was crazy emotional. And I know the criticism of Drive to Survive that it's over dramatizing it. And. The only thing they really did was how can you over dramatize a drama? Uh, yeah, the, but the only thing they did was kind of stretch out the amount of time that the fire Stop. was burning. But you know they were telling a story. Yeah, but it was so emotional for me. I was like, oh my god, it really struck me because I remember sitting right here in this studio, yep. watching that television right there when I saw that ball of flame, right as the as the camera switched views they switch cameras and i was thinking oh my god there's someone has died yeah someone has died you know, and and that's would, what this whole when the camera goes away from the subject yeah and i would argue as a creative person that you know when it happens in the in the moment you haven't sometimes got time to yeah 
like take it all in before things move on and and and, and you know the the story moves on whereas this slows everything down and gives your brain time to go oh my god he went through that fence and oh my god he's completely engulfed in flames and wow you know and so you know I, sometimes drama helps you edify it in a better way absolutely very well put because it, you're right you you can't think fast enough I remember we, you know, we went right on the air after that. And it's just like so many races. Mm-hmm. It's like this year, at the end of last season, right after the, the race ended, we were on the air two minutes later. And we had to give our impressions of what Michael Massey had just done. Right, correct. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and, and we, we hadn't, we weren't, we were arguing. Yeah, we were arguing. <laughs> we kind of got it right for the most part. Yeah, we did. But, um, but yeah, that that's a good example. That's, your yeah. brain, it and, slows it down. And I think, you know, if you've ever been in a panic situation, you think of so many different things at such high speed. I think it allowed them to kind of break that down of mm-hmm. all of the thoughts everybody around the track was having. You heard drivers, you know, oh my God, is he okay? Oh my God, is, you know, all kinds of comments checking on him. Is he moving? Is he out? All those kind of things. Well, you know, you got the perspective from multiple individuals around the track as that was playing out. And so I think it was really, uh, Really important. I think it really came across well. Was it over-dramatized? No. No, that, that's a life in there mm-hmm. surrounded by fire. And, uh, you know, I don't think it was over-dramatized, but I think it really did a great job of conveying all the mindsets yeah, around yeah. the track. For me, the two doctors on site and their bravery in uh, going straight into that fire to, to, get, to grab him just blew my head off. Yeah, I know he, it's their job, but come on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And knowing what we know now, going back and watching him get out and hold his hand, watching Grosjean holding his hands. Because he knew they were burnt. Yeah, Yeah. well, <laughs> they, they were hurting like crazy probably. But, right. you know, and then him trying to stagger over to try to walk because he wanted to tell his wife and kids and everybody in the yeah. world that he was okay. And watching that now, knowing everything we know, it was just fascinating. Last and, last bit, if, if you to tantalize it further, episode nine, season Three or whatever. Yeah, season three. Season three. One of the greatest comments that stuck to me, uh, stuck with me till this day, was he saying he tried to get out the car, but he couldn't, and he relaxed yeah. back into the car and go, and basically said to himself, "Okay, this is this is how it ends. This is it. Yeah, this is it. Right." And then made one more attempt and managed to break himself free. I, I, it's just mind blowing that you actually kind of you know you talk about seeing your life rush before you. Your eyes, well, <laughs> yeah. If you that's you could almost say if somebody to somebody if you want them to become a fan, watch that episode. Yeah, yeah. Just watch no, that. No kidding. And yeah. you remember what also happened in that race? You remember right after they restarted, Lance Stroll flipped upside down. Yeah. And well, that was it. The other guys, the other nineteen guys, have still got a race. Yeah. And they've seen the big screens. They've seen the ball of fire. They've seen the guy. Maybe okay. Maybe not. And then right. they say, right, strap yourself into your missile. Off we go. Yeah. <laughs> Carry yeah, on. It's like uh, Lewis Hamilton said, you just have to compartmentalize it. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't mean to go all the way back two years, no, but this but was just such no, no, a fascinating. I, I, I actually think that's a good way to, to, to analyze yeah. it. And I, I, I agree. I think people should go back. If you're learning Formula One and you're, you're sort of relatively new to the sport, um, keep, yeah, go back and watch it because there's a lot there to learn. Hmm. Can you imagine what the last race of this season is going to be like on <laughs> Oh, my gosh. On yeah. this? That's, uh, I tell you, because it's still not over. Um, yeah, they're going to have to. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. When does that come out? Uh, you, the Netflix series, it usually comes out right before the season starts. Yeah. So, yeah, they, you know, I'm wondering, are they waiting for the Michael? They, they probably don't have to, but yeah, hey, uh, yeah. somebody from Facebook, D. Nelson, says he's watching the Olympics, listening to Speed City, and cooking for the Super Bowl. He said, this Sunday is almost as busy as Memorial Day weekend. So, <laughs> there you go. Sounds good to me. Um, hey, Jonathan, you had a couple of stories in the dock. Um, I haven't get, got a chance to even look at this one, but it's interesting. You want to go to this, what's new for 22, everything that's changing in F1? Yeah, uh, why not? I mean, um, the good, the, I mean, like I said, it, it, it's not, uh, Formula One never completely goes to the drawing board. It's just, it's 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 nice to see um, it's, this story basically takes down you know, bit by bit, uh, which what they're trying to do. But there is now I've read it. It's it's not it's not that big a change. You mentioned the height. You mentioned the things. It it's it's a change that all of them have to deal with, and we won't know 
if they've got it right until that, what is it, uh, February 22nd, 23rd. So, yeah. I mean. Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but what that does additionally in that design is it allows you to change the profile of the nose because of the placement of the suspension components. Yeah. I mean, one of them thing is the weight. You mentioned the weight for trying to move stuff around. Well, the weight is increased to 795 kilograms, excluding fuel, which means it's heavier. So there, the battle is on uh, design. 43 weight. kilograms. What is that, about uh, 70 pounds or something? Yeah, it's a Labrador in the back of the car. Well, think about <laughs> when – remember when we got the tour of the Mercedes garage and they were talking about we measure weight changes in grams. Yeah. So here we are talking, you know, 75 pounds. Wow. Yep. So that's a huge deal. And, you know, but Jonathan, the biggest thing to me is the salary cap. Because yes, of, course. of all those things, you can't do anything without money. So that that's the big change after the aerodynamics. I mean, that and aerodynamics combined. And, and by the way, to the new fans of Formula One, another thing they've done is uh, sustainable fuel. Another 10% yes. advanced sustainable yes. fuel, ethanol E10. And they are still, and they, it was bold to do this for a motor racing series, to say net zero carbon footprint by 2030, which I still don't know how they do that. But accordingly... They say they can do it. Hey, what I would love is if Formula One does the other thing they're trying to they say that they're trying to do, and that is create a 100% sustainable fuel, whether it's synthetic or yeah. whatever it is, that can run in our gasoline cars. That'll well, work. and that has been inherently the, the story the of Formula One. Yeah, yes. the story of Formula One has been to develop the, te the test tube that is Formula One is really going to play out in the cars of the future, both electric and combustion. Because most of my cars are, are around 20 years old now, it seems like. so. <laughs> it's his way of saying, I've got some really cool old classics. I, it's not like I have a giant collection. No, it's... but but it's, you know, we joke around about that. Okay, so remember when unleaded fuel came out? You had all the knocking. You had all these detuned muscle cars running around that could hardly go, and people were going to the airport to buy add-ins. So, uh you know, it's fixed by the changing the valve seats of those cars and messing with compression a little bit. If they can do something like that without investing the, the cost of the car again to keep that car on the road, I'm good with it. And I hope they're successful at this. One thing I would like to draw attention and get a sort of uh, opinion of, there's going to be six uh, thousand, uh, sorry, 100 kilometer sprint qualifying races. Good or bad? Six. Um, I still say good. Okay. I still like them. I and like six, them. six is okay. I'm not. Not yeah. too many, not... Yeah, I mean, considering that it's still... We're still evaluating this, right? If if I had to say... I'm trying to remember the the sprint races versus the points that were changed and all those things. I came away with a more positive than negative. Yeah, and, and yeah, one of the too. things that was pointed out, I think, by Martin Brundle during the season was, were it not for the sprint races, Verstappen would not be as far ahead or wouldn't have been as far ahead of Hamilton as he was because he managed to pick all those extra points up. Yeah. Yeah, I, th I saw some math that, that refuted a little bit of that, but I don't remember it well enough to make an argument at all. So uh, we got we to go to a break. But before we do, I want to play this one more story. And this is while I was doing some research this weekend on Oracle, somehow I stumbled across a, uh, a story. I mean, all it was, all I did was look at the market cap chart for Liberty Media because that's the company that owns Formula One. And, you know, their, their market cap was hovering around $18 billion for most of the last year or so. And I saw this little spike. Explain what that means, the market uh, yeah, cap. Yeah, market cap is simple. All it, all it means is you take all the shares, all the shares, shares that have been issued for that company times the stock price. And that's, your, that's the value of a company. It's like okay. Apple was the first company to go over $2 trillion or whatever it is. But the market cap of Liberty Media. So the net worth of the company, if you want to say that. Yeah. Um, it, it did this huge, massive spike right after the USGP here in Austin. Wow. Ooh. So in other words, everybody went, hey, wait a minute. Formula One, what is this? What's mm -hmm. going on here? And they looked, who owns Formula One? And they went, Liberty Media, I'll buy some of that stock. Yeah, I, I, I still don't think, you know, as I said, I'm a, an avid reader of the Austin Business Journal, and I still, still don't think that they've quite got it. They keep talking about the economic value of South by Southwest and what a disaster it was and how it was survived right. by, um, you know, Penske, you know, uh, making it happen and putting money into it, ACL the same. Um, but no one seems to really think about the economic impact that Formula One has managed to gouge That's, out for this it, town. It'll change now. It's gonna, I, it's it, gonna, you know, it, I mean, they're gonna look and go Oracle. Wait a minute, you know, yeah, yeah. Austin-based. 
it's gonna it's gonna finally get some traction. It's the drum we've been banging forever, yep. talking about how F one dwarfs South by Southwest in the economic impact to Austin. I, I've been riding my horse up and down town going, F1 is coming! <laughs> F1 is coming! Alright, we're going to break. <laughs> when we come back, we'll continue some F1, and we'll talk a little bit of some local news, too. You listen to Speed City, live from Austin, back after these messages. Battle USA is back at Circuit of the Americas, February 18th through the 20th. It's the ultimate time attack challenge where top drivers compete for the fastest lap times in fully tuned track built cars. Featuring the Grid Life Touring Cup, Lone Star Draft Ride Alongs, Food Trucks, a Just Vibes Car Show, and more. Plus, the Life Motorsports Nissan GTR is back to defend its time of 207-181. It's a whole weekend of family fun. Tickets are $12 online. Find out more at superlapbattleusa.com. Motivation USA, catering to the sport bike enthusiast looking for truly unique parts and accessories. Stand out from the crowd. Motivation is the exclusive North American distributor for SC Project MotoGP inspired exhausts and the largest Rizoma retailer in the United States. Get the best parts from around the world at the best prices with fast shipping and a knowledgeable staff ready to help. Shop online 24-7 at MotivationUSA.com. That's MotivationUSA.com. Talk 13.7, the right choice. This is Willie T. Ribs, and you're listening to Speed City. Welcome back to the fastest hour in radio, Speed City. I'd like to apologize for all of you that are listening with a home stereo and have your subwoofer turned up for Ooh, Willie T. Ribs. Wow, with thunder. Yeah, that would hurt. <laughs> he just... This is Willie T. Ribs. <laughs> like you're a... listening to Speed I'm, I think I'm going to wake up in the morning to Willie T. going, hey, get, get your ass out there. <laughs> Set Green. your alarm, yeah. We're yeah, going hunting. We had Willie in studio, didn't we? That was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe a couple times? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yep, been yep. in. Yeah. He's All right, let's this weekend. see. Oh, you know what? We need to talk about W Series, Les. Uh, you dropped those stories in. Caitlyn Jenner... And you know what? I I was thinking that Caitlyn Jenner. I th- I thought all I thought the Kardashians came first, and then all the the hullabaloo about Caitlyn Jenner. You know, changing sex and all that. Did you think fostered the Ky- well, Kardashians? No. What I'm saying is is the popularity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no. but what I did, what you reminded me of, Jonathan. I remember that when Bruce Jenner raced back in the day in the Long Beach yeah. celebrity thing. But he did a lot more racing that, didn't he? He did. He did. Yeah. He did quite a bit. I mean, he's been in several things, even uh, some of the LMPs uh, at one point. I think it was Nissan. Did he? he did he get with. into LMPs? By the way, he won his class in Le Mans, too. Wow. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, so he is a quality driver. Yeah. And, you know, his relationship with the W Series now That's a is really mm-hmm. phenomenal. When you, this is a tough one. I, I don't want to get into, this is going off into the weeds. Wheaties. No. When Cheerios. you describe a person who, has transitioned when you talk about their former yeah. accolades as an Olympic gold medalist, you say he, but now you know what I mean. I know, and when I said that a second ago, it was Bruce Jenner. I'm just going with the artist formerly known as Prince, <laughs> right? Yes, <laughs> well, here's the actual headline W Series announced that a team owned by former racing driver and Olympic champion Caitlyn Jenner will compete in the 2022 season. Great, that's great, that's great for the sport. I what I was worried about is that. Was the Kardashian kind of, Mm-mm. you know, negative going to bring to the sport? But I disagree now after once, reading once it all. Once people realize his love of motorsport, which was true right back in the day, and like you say, he 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 raced at the highest level um, and was respected as a as an IMSA driver, um, despite you know what he's done in the past with Olympics and so on and so forth. He's quite you know, Caitlyn Jenner. She is quite a a, a really interesting person, and for her to put her weight and name um, behind uh, an all-women's team. So for those of you who don't know, the W Series is an all-women's team. So he's going to have two female drivers. Um, he is the team principal. His name is on the car. He built, He will be at Miami, here at Cota and in Mexico, or at least those yeah. North American ones. He might be going to all the rounds. Uh, she might be going to all the rounds. Um, but, you know, I, I really do think this is a serious publicity stroke use of his celebrity and yep. money. Um, to make a difference for women in motorsport. Look at the car, by the way. I totally yeah. agree. Sorry, but I totally agree. And oh I yeah. Think it's a good, but look at the car, black and gold. Yeah. It's a nice use of black and gold. I thought Very they did nice. it well. No, you're right. And I'm glad you said that because the 
you know, Caitlin's background, he's, there's a lot of great racing there. Yeah, we're stumbling on saying he or she or whatever. Anyway, truth is, fantastic driving skill already. Probably pretty savvy in what goes on with the team and whatnot. But the stroke of genius to me and the, and the real value is bringing the attention to the W Series that it's needed. Mm -hmm. It's growing. It's getting there. Here's, you know, our 1976, you know, athlete of the world or what have you, uh, decathlon winner, all of this stuff, pretty appropriate for this week with all the Olympics, that is getting into this and supporting the W Series. And so I think that's fantastic uh, from an attention yeah. standpoint. And I felt that when the girls came to um, CODA last year, uh, yeah. last year and that sort of put on the show, it's the first time they'd been in North America, and I think that women in motorsport looked up and said, wow. And, and, and women in the audience went, wow, yeah. this is real. And I have, you know, a 12-year-old girl can say, I have something to aspire to. I want to be like that, yep. that that girl out there doing exactly that. Have, have they, if and the they racing was good. Yeah. If they spent two minutes with uh, Jamie Chadwick, oh, yeah. they would go, this is a serious person with a serious. Sabre Cook. Sabre Cook, too. Yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's it's a hey, good thing. I have no doubt. NASCAR, you got a NASCAR story in here, Jonathan. Go on about the no fear moment. This is from Racer dot com. Probably who was that? Uh, Paul Fanner. But uh, I I I wanted you to get that story, and I know you read it, and we're ready to talk about it. Well, yeah, it, it basically it's Paul Fanner who is the the chief editor of Racer magazine, and saying, and I've been saying this about Steve Phelps from the start. You know, they have no fear. And to, to go, they're, they're take that you know, it's a Star Trek moment, you know, to boldly go. They really are, and to go and play at the Coliseum in LA uh, with a with let's face it, a Southern sport couldn't be more antithetical. Uh, what's the what's the word? You said antithetical, but antithetical, you, but yep. yeah, to to what NASCAR has represented over the years. But they are determined to drag it into the 21st century. They got rid of the Confederate flag. Um, they are working hard on, uh, on um, you know, uh, diversity programs. Michael Jordan is now part of the sport. So suddenly to take it into the heart of L.A., which has had no real motorsport, you know, I mean, obviously Long Beach, but, um, you know, to take yeah. it into a football stadium and to take – it's yeah. an ironic thing because NASCAR's roots actually is quarter-mile tracks. Yeah. And yet and, – and there it was. So what it, what the no, no fear factor is that they're willing – to take on something new. Love it. And I love that they still, everybody was like, is this going to be, you know, a single profile race? No, there, there were several times in yeah. the heats, there were three cars wide. So <laughs> still legitimate battles. And, and did you see the crowd? Yeah. Full stadium. And I, I would have thought that compared to, let's say a Daytona, um, that would be such a cauldron like atmosphere, such a cool atmosphere. And I've, I've done, um, you know, race of champions in stadiums before now. And the noise and the atmosphere and the way the noise resounds off the walls and, and, the, and the roof is incredible. So, okay, no roof here at LA was, Coliseum. But how big was the crowd? I don't know what the exact number was, but it was, I, I would have said, I mean, it looked to me like there was about 80,000 yeah, people. Yeah, it, it looked well attended. I thought yeah. maybe it was close to the you know 100,000 capacity or whatever it Not is. So, all right, guys, well, we are out of time. 50,000. 50,000, says our producer. But uh, we are out of time. Thanks, everybody. Um, next Sunday night, we'll be back. During the week, check us out on our website, Speed City Broadcast. Go to our YouTube. We're putting lots of content out there and uh, stuff fresh all week long. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good Super Bowl. Ciao, y'all. Happy trails. where the path to Formula One and Indy begins, it's three simple letters, VRD. VRD Racing of Atlanta, Georgia are dedicated to nurturing young, single-seater drivers on their quest to the pinnacle of motorsport. Having just wrapped up the team's championship title in 2021 in the F4 US Championship, 
They also have programs in FR Americas, the all-new USF Juniors, and the Road to Indy. VRD is the perfect environment for success. To join the team, drop them a DM on Instagram at Velocity underscore RD. When you leave the Circuit of the Americas today, you need to go check out our friends at Iron Wolf Ranch and Distillery, just 40 minutes west of Weird in the beautiful Spicewood, Texas. They produce a wide variety of unique, award-winning spirits, including bourbon, whiskeys, gin, vodka, and rums. They're kid and dog-friendly with yard games and Crego's Pizza and Wings on site every weekend. Enjoy a full bar, tasting room, bottle purchases, and live music when you visit the ranch. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram, and always ask for Iron Wolf at your favorite bars and liquor stores across Texas. Iron Wolf Ranch and Distillery. Bold spirits, Texas attitude. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.